0: For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, Watch out that you are not consumed by one another. But I say, walk in the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law.
1: Lord Jesus, we thank you for these stirring words. We thank you also for the words of St. Paul. We pray that you'd breathe life into us as we look at our value of rootedness and show us what we can learn, not only from your word, but from your very person and being. The way that you've called us to yourself and rooted us in your person, Lord Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Welcome to St. Bart's tonight. We're in the middle, not really in the middle, we're in the beginning of ordinary time. Ordinary time, as you heard me say last week, maybe, we're in this green space, and it's this, the space of growth. It's slow growth, and you're going to hear a slow work of growth in just a minute as we look at our value of rootedness, but we've been going through our vision and our values here at St. Bart's. Just as a reminder, we, we convened our vestry back in October and there's a series of five images that, that are connected to St. Bartholomew. They're on our website if you'd like to go read them. About 6.30, that's a great time to go read them. Um, but from those five Im- images, our vestry did some praying and listening and talking. And we put together a vision team. So a couple of vestry members and then you all, people from the church. And that vision team came together to write a vision statement. A vision statement saying, what, who do we want to be? Before we do anything, who do we want to be? And to solidify and articulate our values. Now, values are things that we actually see happening. They're, act- they're things that we're actually doing. They're not just aspirational, even though we aspire to do these things. So, values are real and tangible. And so, as we've been walking through these values, we've been walking through things that you've said so, authenticity, hospitality, mystery, wholeness, and healing. And today, Rootedness. These are all things that you have expressed. So just as a reminder, just as a refresher, here's our vision. To connect the people of East Dallas with God and his people so that we might behold God and become more like him. Or in short, you'll see it on the front of your bulletin, behold and become. And you're not beholding St. Bartholomew. You see that beautiful stylized icon of our buddy St. Bart there on the bulletin. You're not beholding him and becoming like him, although he is a worthy person to be like, as he gave himself and his life for the gospel. You're beholding God so that you may become more like God. Rather, we as a community, just like when God said, let us. As trinity in himself, as this perfect unity and community, let us make man in our image. And when he said, let us make man, he's saying, let us make man and woman. So a trinity, a perfect unity and community made a community, man and woman, to image him. So we as a church, as a group, a group of people who are families and and single people, individuals, we together can image God to East Alice. And beyond. So anytime you hear East Dallas, so we're gonna talk a lot about East Dallas tonight as we talk about being rooted. That doesn't mean that if you don't live in East Dallas zip codes or in whatever you know confines we can say East Dallas is, that you're not welcome at St. Bart's. That's a placeholder. It's part of our specific place, but we see God drawing people from You know, out east beyond 635, north beyond 635. In fact, we're going to start a fourth pastorate, and it looks like that will be north of 635, uh, inside, central, and the tollway. So as God sort of expands his reach of what he's doing, of the kingdom that he's building, it's not limited to inside 635, east of central, north of I-30, or whatever uh, boundaries you want to put up. But God wants us to connect The people of East Dallas and beyond with him. And this last value that we'll talk about this week, and and next week, Chris will be back. I'll be gone for a couple of weeks, but Chris will be talking about hospitality. We, We jumped over hospitality because a nasty storm came through on June 9th. But this last value that we'll speak of is rootedness. Now, listen to our definition of rootedness as a value planted and established by God in Christ. We are called to East Dallas, to its people and neighborhoods, rooted in the soil of East Dallas and nourished by the three life-giving streams of scripture, spirit, and sacrament. We expect the slow work of growth together. Now that, that's kind of a long definition, it's, it's, but you can just remember that though. You'll, you'll fall asleep, you know, instead of counting backwards from 1,000, you'll fall asleep saying that to yourself tonight. Planted and established by God in Christ. Now, notice the, very, the hierarchy, if you will, of rootedness. The first thing that we are rooted in, the first reality, the first person that we're rooted in is Jesus. We are in Christ, this phrase that St. Paul loved to use. So we are rooted in him, in his life. We are joined with him by faith. He is our righteousness. He is the one whose resurrection unleashes a new economy where St. Paul in 1 Corinthians 15 talks about because Christ has raised from the dead, he shall never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. So there's this whole new creation that's being unleashed in Christ and in you and me. Because why? We are rooted, who? In Christ. So at St. Bart's, if you haven't gotten it yet, all of these values begin with God. They all begin with God. Isn't that clever? (laughs) You can never go wrong if you begin with God. That sounds like something you'd watch on a, see on a Hallmark movie. But they all begin with God because God is our foundation. He is the one we behold so that we may become more like him. But notice too, because we are planted and established in Christ, we are called to a people and a place. Did you read the newsletter? It's okay. Don't feel shame when I ask you, did you read the newsletter? Because we all know no one reads the newsletter except one or two of you, and God bless you for that. In the newsletter, I told a story about one of my bishops who, and I was a young, uh, almost 30-something, I guess, and he was telling, you know, I I was wide-eyed and had stars in my eyes, and we were living in North Florida, and I was just ready to to take on the world and all this kind of stuff, and he said, Jay, and this is Bishop T.J. Johnston, and TJ is a South Carolinian, but he loves Texas. He's, he has a connection with Texas. But he said, Jay, if you, if you want to know whether you're supposed to be in a place, ask yourself this question. And I'm sure he didn't originate this, but it just felt like he did in that moment. If you, if you want to be sure, if you're called to a place, ask yourself this question. Do I want to be buried here? It's a good question. Now at the time... We lived in Florida. And I don't know if you know anything about Florida, but there's not very much ground until you hit water again. And some people in our family, that freaked out a little bit. <laughs> and so a quick and easy answer, as, as much as we love being rooted in, in Florida, we weren't quite sure if we wanted to be, quote, buried in Florida, not anytime soon at least. But my bishop went on to say, more than that, though, God calls us to a people and a place. Now, we moved to Dallas and helped get All Saints Dallas started. It was very exciting. There was a group of, oh, I don't know, 50 to 100 people at the time, and a, a lot of people who had an, a pre-existing network, and just a lot of excitement seeing all that happen. And, and we did our best, to, to and they welcomed us with, with open arms and open hearts and all that stuff. But And we were living... In a townhouse really close to university parks, and that's kind of you know Highland Park, University Park, uptown was kind of the area that, that we ran around in for work. And then all of a sudden we find ourselves moving to Lake Highlands, and we kind of get our feet under us there and we realize, "Oh oh, OK. We can, you know, nothing bad about the other parts of the city, but this is yeah, I mean these are, kinda, these are my people. This is my place." And it, it felt that way. But little did I know, God would really be communicating, no, really, these are your people, and this is your place. So God has called us at St. Bart's to the people and the place of East Dallas. Now, right now, what that looks like is we worship weekly in East Dallas. We connect with people who live around us. But as we grow and as we expand, As we continue following this vision, we're going to connect with more people in more ways in this area and beyond here in East Dallas. Rooted, called to people in a place. But while we are called to people in a place here, we're nourished by not just something, but someone. Maybe you heard that. We're called East Dallas to its people in neighborhoods, rooted in the soil of East Dallas and nourished by the three life-giving streams of scripture, spirit, and sacrament. Let's talk about that for a minute. The things that give us life are things that God has handed down since the beginning of his church. The scriptures. This is God's word written. You heard the collect about the teaching not only of the apostles, but of Jesus. Scriptures weren't canonized until completely or fixed until the 4th century. But those memoirs of the apostles, as some of the early church fathers talked about, they circulated and had great authority. So this word of God is given to us to nourish us and in our rootedness to give us boundaries and limits. Now let me just pause there for a second because you say, Jay, you keep saying East Dallas, Jay. You keep talking about being rooted. And wouldn't we rather like just spread our arms out like this and be everywhere and do everything and I want to say maybe you're thinking that no we have to have limits there has to be a scope to what we do and who we are and here I want to invoke Wendell Berry and I'm just going to be honest with you right now I'm under the spell of all of his writings poetry and essays included so forgive me for that but in a, a book called Life is a Miracle, where he's writing against uh, cloning, basically, and other sort of reductionistic uses of science that he thinks are disproportionately funded by corporations, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you know, Phil and Wendell Berry speak, he talks about this notion of propriety, that we all live in places, and we all live in places and we're followed we're handed things down by our ancestors and people will follow us. And the thing about propriety is that we cannot separate from ourselves either context or influence. So when God puts us in East Dallas, we step into a context. Does that make sense? We don't come in and carte blanche say, this is the way it will be. We come in and we learn. We listen. We understand and we look. God, what are you doing? We talk with other churches, with other pastors. You hear us pray at the prayers of the people. We pray for other churches because we really mean it. It's not lip service. We really want the gospel of our Lord Jesus. We really want the kingdom of God to flourish in East Dallas. Why? Why do you want that, Jay? Because this is our people and this is our place. This is where God has called us to be. So we want there to be a flourishing of the kingdom of God. But Barry says, not only is it a matter of context, but it's also a matter of influence, meaning that inevitably our actions will affect people all around us. And he says, when we take into account propriety, then we can live responsibly in place. When we think about the effects of our actions, when we ask our Lord Jesus, what is it you're doing in the people and the place of East Dallas. Then we can be truly rooted. Then we can be ready inside the boundaries that God has given us of his word with the life that we derive from his word. We can minister in power. You see in St. Paul's writings to the Galatians that scriptures are very important. He's writing to the, the church and to the Galatians because they have believed a false gospel, something that is not life-giving, something that is not based in grace or faith, but something where they fall back into observances of the law that are not life-giving. In fact, that would nullify the sacrifice of Christ. So he says, stand in freedom. Be free. And this is what it looks like If you're gratifying the desires of the flesh, you might find yourself in some of these instances. He says, but rather, if you're walking by the Spirit, which I adjure you to do, O Galatians, I adjure you to be free and to walk in the Spirit, this is what it's going to look like. Some of these behaviors will flow naturally from you. And so the Scriptures give us boundaries. The Scriptures, the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, the memoirs of the apostles, the writing of the prophets... The Old and New Testament give us life in those promises of God. Secondly, there is the Spirit of God. We've received the scriptures from the church as it's been handed down to us. We've received revelation from God in the scriptures. We've received the Spirit of God. In the same book, Galatians, Paul talks about the Spirit of God being the inheritance of the sons and daughters of Abraham. It's the inheritance of God. It's the sign of the new age, the sign of the new covenant. But not only that, the Spirit of God is the power of God. When we say the Nicene Creed, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life. Moo! That's something. He's not a passive bird. <laughs> Witness origami, sorry. He's not a passive bird hanging from a string or this you know, gentle, <laughs> you might see in a painting, He is the wind that blows where he will, and we cannot control him, full stop, period. But he gives us life, and he gives us power. So there's a stream of scripture, there's a stream of spirit, and there's a stream of sacraments. Again, it's something that's been what? Invented by us in this day and age? Oh, this is so great. No, it's been handed down. First, from whom? Jesus. In the Gospels, our Lord Jesus gave us the sacraments of holy baptism and holy communion. Remember propriety? It's been handed down. We've received the sacraments. That's why we celebrate Holy Communion every week. We come to this heavenly place for this heavenly feast around the throne of the Lamb to receive his body and blood. And not only to remember his death until he comes, but to receive from him life over and over again, to celebrate over and over again his death, resurrection, ascension, and outpouring of the Holy Spirit remember that supreme exodus event. Not the exodus out of Egypt, but our exodus out of sin and into freedom. It is for freedom that Christ has set you free. Do not fall back into a yoke of slavery. And so we have the stream of spirit, stream of uh, scripture, stream of sacrament, and they all flow together. What happens when these two rivers come together in Pittsburgh? That's just the example I thought of. And they become one river. One river. Can you tease out the different particles of water and say, well, this is the Allegheny and this is the Monongahela? No, because it becomes one river. And that's the same thing with this life-giving nourishing of the three streams. It all flows together in a beautiful life. Now, of all of our values, rootedness is the one that says we're Anglican, even though we don't use Anglican in, in the value of rootedness. But it says who we are. We've received the scriptures. We've received the sacraments. We acknowledge the power of the Spirit working in us. These are are Catholic qualities, small c Catholic, but they are distinctly Anglican qualities. We are rooted in a place. We are nourished by the three streams, and we are rooted in a family, a family in place, space, and time. And now, because of all of that, because we're rooted in Christ, because we're called to people in place, because in the fertile soil of East-South, and when I say fertile soil, I want you to see like a dark, rich soil that you're like, man, if I threw a pumpkin seed in there, there would be like the biggest pumpkins you've ever seen. God has planted us, friends, not too early, not too late, but at just the right time. Not because we're special, but because he has envisioned a church like St. Bart's. And because he's planted us in this fertile soil, and because he's nourishing us with his very life, with his very word, with his very self, we expect. That's the last bit. We expect. Oh, Jay, what do we expect? Big billboards? Giant buildings? You, your face on a screen? Why do you think I've been growing this beard, y'all? We expect, are you ready for it? The slow work of growth. Remember this? The green. Look at the tree. Can you see it growing? Pick any one. Pick an old tree, rooted. You can't see it growing because that's the way life is. Did you hear what our Lord Jesus said? In emphasizing the gravity of being a disciple, and much more, he in, in being someone who is sent out on mission for him, Jesus said, No one who puts their hand to the plow and looks back is fit to be my disciple, fit to labor in my kingdom. There's something about the natural life around us, creation that is constantly speaking God's glory that tells us that ministry most often does not look like perhaps a Western capitalistic society's economy, always up and to the right. It'd be great if it did. Ministry is maybe more like a farm and not a you know, big, great industrial farm where we're constantly in debt and we have to borrow from the government to get this and that, more Windleberry. But really a farm that we take into account propriety, the context where we are, the land, and the, our influence, our effect on the land. And we do the slow work together. In other words, rootedness says, St. Bart's probably isn't going to be that sexy church. Does that Make sense? So, when you're coming around St. Bart's and you're figuring out, Lord, are you calling me here? One of the questions that you're going to answer is Do I want to be rooted in this people, in this place, who are for this people and for this place? Do I want to expect the slow work of growth together? This value, as all the values are, is is rooted in our collect for St. Bartholomew's feast day. That says, almighty and everlasting God who gave to your apostle Bartholomew grace truly to believe and preach your word. Grant that your church may love what he believed and preach what he taught. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. As we're rooted, our expectation will be like that of St. Bartholomew's. Because we want to love what he believed. What did he believe? It wasn't so much as a what for him, a mountain or a molecule. It was a person. It was rooted in relationship. It was our Lord Jesus, the word of God, the only begotten Son of God. So our love extends to Jesus and to preach what he taught. We know that after the resurrection and outpouring of the Spirit, Bartholomew went east. He was sent out as a missionary. He went to present-day India, and church tradition says that he wound up in present-day Armenia and was flayed alive and martyred as he preached the gospel. Now, for Armenians, he's their patron saint. He's their guy. He's the one who brought the gospel to them. We expect together the slow work of growth, that our love for Jesus would be like Bartholomew's, and that we, too, may preach what he taught. Let us pray. God, we thank you that you have not left us as orphans, but you have given us your spirit. You have given us your holy word. You have given us your sacraments. You have called us into relationship with you into the divine dance of the Holy Trinity. You are beyond what words can describe, and we thank you that you've called us to yourself. Not only for that, Lord, but we thank you for calling us to St. Bartholomew's for speaking this church into being, for looking at East Dallas in compassion and calling forth a little tree to be planted that will grow and be rooted in your love and grace, but for generations will provide shade and rest and refuge and shelter and life. We beg you, Lord, make us that old tree long after we are gone. We pray this for your sake, our Lord Jesus. Amen.